0: This episode has been brought to you by Exter. Exter is the sickest brand for life on the go. They provide accessories such as the six card holder wallet. Pretty cool in design. They got a Lionel Messi version as well.
1: They do. Carbon fiber as well.
0: Oh, so beautiful. They also have things like backpacks, uh, the grid backpack, which we own, and the duffel bag that we own has come in clutch for every single trip we've ever taken. Fits a lot, including your laptop and other things with secret compartments. Great quality. Mm-hmm. Use code 2AM to save.
1: Next up, we have Perzantine Coffee by Rare Bird. Mm. Um, one actually interesting thing that I was, uh, because I was doing some research on Perzanthine I found out that it could potentially lower blood pressure.
0: Oh, really? Yes. That's something unique out of coffee. So
1: that's just one of the many examples of some of the benefit that you would get that caffeine does not offer. Mm. So I think it's a great alternative for people who potentially have higher higher blood pressure, but you're going to get a whole host of benefits by just having a morning cup of joe of mm. pyraxanthine coffee.
0: Try it. Use code 2AM to save. And we cannot forget some of the best products out there. Vital Red Light is providing mm. them. Vital Red Light is the ultimate red light therapy system. Say no more. All you need to do is bathe in it for 10 minutes minimum. I do it twice per day. Mm -hmm. Um, you can push for more if you want but it's essentially the best thing for clearing your skin recovering muscle getting deeper sleep and boosting your energy and mood for the day go ahead and check them out use code 2am to save
1: Then, last but not least one of the most powerful sleep concoctions on the market Mm. from portal Mm -hmm. magnesium uh, glycinate l-theanine apigenin it's, uh, it's really powerful, and it'll take you to another dimension when you're uh, asleep, so. I love
0: it. Code 2AM. Save some money on that. All right. Without further ado, let's get started. <laughs> oh, God, guys. No, stop it. so kind. It. It's just us. Come okay. on. Nothing can't boast us Can't boast us
1: up that much. <laughs> Not at all,
0: man. I'm, I'm you know, I'm thank you, but I'm humbled by this uh applause here. Just an know, unbelievable I applause, I mean. I don't know. do too well with attention, you know. I heard a couple of unique voices in there as well. Yeah. Who do you think uh that was? Um uh, I think definitely one of them was um Miley Cyrus, I think. Ellie Cyrus with the guy voice. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man. Well, welcome back, guys, to a, another beautiful episode. It is a beautiful day here in Southern California. A little bit dry. But a little bit dry. Yeah, I don't know. How, I, I've been feeling it in my uh, lips a lot.
1: Is it technically the Santa Ana wind time?
0: Uh, I mean, when is it not the Santa Ana Ana wind time? It's been like that literally all year, I think. Has it? For the most part. I think it just kind of, like, diminishes during the summer. But Hmm. we're in a new season now, so I think this is probably when it ignites. It starts. Yeah. It doesn't stop.
1: Well, it's certainly not igniting fires. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it If you guys are unfamiliar with the fire in Tustin. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, see I, I see what you did there. You see what I did there. Well, I'm picking <laughs> up on your skill, don't worry. but yeah, I think uh, I think those hangers were actually from World War II like those yeah. were some old school hangers.
0: yeah there's a lot of people um there's a lot of uh, Marine Corps uh, basically that used to work there. Hmm. A lot of people on social media would be like, "I used to work there. interesting and this is kind of like it's an iconic piece of Tustin and to see it just kind of burn over the past three days is insane. And Obviously not from natural sources, like, mm, this is... No, this is an insane kind of burn. It's, it's hard to burn.
1: Dude, have you seen how huge they
0: are? Yeah. Mostly made of concrete? Exactly. So, I, I do get the memes, you know, the Irvine company's celebrating right now, <laughs> popping champagne. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. But it's just like, uh, something fishy's going on here, you know? Yeah, I'm not sure. No one is really sure, and it's just devastating.
1: How uh, long have they been up for? Like they well, at least uh, until the point that they close
0: them, they've been up for a while. They have.
1: They've just been sitting We vacantly. can accurately
0: bring that up. Um because I mean, since I was a kid, dude, I've been seeing it. Um
1: by the way, since the, these are old school hangers. Yeah. Um I read a news article that said that there's they tested it out and there's potential concern of as, asbestos contamination. Oh, so when you consider the fires, that's not a really great situation to be in. Yeah. So, you know, within the next few days, if you're in the SoCal area, stay inside for the most part.
0: Ooh, yeah, it was built in 1942, so it's been sitting there. It's been sitting there pretty. Oh, that's, Dude, I mean, it's just seeing a fire collapse a building or a hangar like that, something that's iconic to the people of the city and to the people of the county, Uh, pretty devastating in its own unique way, you know? I've always wanted to go inside I have been there once you've been inside I don't remember no no I haven't I've been to the to the location well I mean we always drive around that location yeah for sure and there, there were always there were planes there from what I remember hmm um, abandoned it's just an abandoned place I, I remember when I was into like um, exploring and that kind of stuff I that was one of the locations that popped up online it's mm. Like oh, you should explore this like historic place. You know that no one when no one is there. Realistically, I think there were security guards at certain times, but that's it.
1: You could probably and, get in pretty easily.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just flat ground. Hmm. So I don't know. Felt a connection there when it was burning, and it was <laughs> that's
1: just a <the> connection. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then I was just
0: like, well, most articles were claiming that it was like um, I don't know, uh, homeless people or looters, and I'm like, what. What are they looting? I mean, just the average person. How the hell are you going to cause a massive blaze to that? A three-day blaze. (laughs) By the way, from what I saw, like, the blaze was more
1: so towards the middle of the building. Mm -hmm. It didn't engulf the bottom parts of the building towards the middle, but it was only at the top.
0: I know. I know what it was. What? It was Hamas. (gasps) How could they? Not those rockets. The Tustin Fire. (laughs) Just like to sit, I don't know. It's just, that's a joke lately. <laughs> it's just like, you know, we didn't kill Harambe. We finally know who killed Harambe. You haven't seen that joke? <laughs> we didn't kill Harambe? Was it yeah. actually a meme? Yeah, it was like... It Hamas was, killed yeah. Harambe? It was Hamas. <laughs> 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 like, people are just saying random shit like that, you know? Oh, and man. Um, yeah, I'm not laughing at any tragedy, but... Um, no. Yeah. Just the fact that people are still able to meme is crazy.
1: Yeah, people will meme at any situation. Mm-hmm. You think about, think of the worst situations in history. There are memes out there yeah. for every single one of them, so.
0: Insanity is the theme of this week. <laughs> no. Yeah, dude, but uh yeah, what else has been happening? How's uh, baby life? That's good. It's chilling.
1: It's good. It's demanding yeah. as as it should be to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no there's no such thing as uh raising an infant. In an easy fashion, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Does
1: that makes sense. Like it's always going to be hard, mm-hmm. and so you just have to learn how to navigate that.
0: I mean, you seem like you—you you make it look easy. Lately, do I? Yeah.
1: Well, listen, I'm—I'm I'm very grateful to have an amazing fiance. So mm-hmm. we talk about a lot of stuff. Our communication is on point for the most part. Um, the—the the thing that's tough for me is just staying inside a lot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're not used to that. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a man thing I'm kind of like a hybrid I can definitely be a homebody but it's tough not being able to to go out as much as you would like
0: yeah the freedom of like when you want
1: yeah type of thing and and the way I'm feeling is nothing compared to the way that my fiance is feeling because she has a 24/7 hour job like 24/7 job
0: mm-hmm. like she has to be on yeah. the on the ball all the time pretty much that's uh, it's it's pretty yeah it's really demanding it's, you have no choice, you know? You feel like this is your life now. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, yeah, props to all
1: the mothers out there, because that's uh, That's a tough job.
0: Yeah, probably change your perspective on mothers in general. Huh? Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you appreciate <laughs> it a little yeah, bit damn. more, you know? My mom went through this. Shit. To raise me. Yeah. And here I am complaining about how her food tastes.
1: God. Come on.
0: Idiots. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I can't wait to... Uh, Try that, you know?
1: Try that? Yeah. and Just send it just back just for it. warranty, you know? <laughs> just try it. You
0: know, <laughs> just, just get a little uh, sample of uh, what it's like to be a father mm-hmm. for once. Um, Because it's so easy to just, you know, talk, experience like you know it, you know? But then you haven't actually been through the trial of it. So it's like...
1: Yeah, which is why I've always found it funny to see uh, people on social media talking about how they would raise their child <sighs> oh really your health influencer and you're talking about how you oh, yeah. would raise your child yeah let's
0: see how you do when you're uh, running on two hours of sleep <laughs> like it's
1: great to prepare I, I'm not gonna knock somebody for preparing and you know feeding from glass bottles instead of plastic these more holistic principles but keep the keep the opinions down a little bit until you actually have a child yeah I mean I feel like there's also some exciting things for you oh come. a hundred no most of it's exciting like, I don't want to make it sound like it's not. Um, it's just tough. It's one of the tougher things that you'll experience in life, especially for, for um, the man and being able to provide and protect. But I do, like I said, I do think that a lot of the burden or a lot of the, not burden, a lot of the difficulty is on the mother's shoulders mm-hmm. because, like I said, 24-7. Yeah. At least in the beginning.
0: That's insane. And that's why God created them with the most love. Right? Once you have a child, yeah. it's just like, Screw everything else I knew. Mm -hmm. And that instinct, too. That
1: intuition. Have you heard stories of, like, that, um... I think there was one where the mom was on the second story of her house. Inside the second story. And then her child was outside. Like, literally about to jump into the pool. Mm -hmm. Small child. Would have drowned. But for some reason, she had that instinct. And she just knew exactly where the baby was.
0: What the Like, that's that's crazy level intuition. That's insane. That's like an Apple Vision Pro before it was a thing, you know? Like, it's just better than Apple Vision Pro, dude. Yeah, it's, it's the vision. It's like
1: Spider-Man. You get those tingly senses. It's like then... a
0: vision for your heart. You know, you're like, oh. mm-hmm. yeah, it's literally a spider tingle. Spider tingle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, spider tingle. Sp- <laughs> Sp- Sp- <laughs> spider. Tingle sense. me, oh, spider. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it makes sense because we know that there are
1: neurons within the gut. So the gut-brain connection is oh, yeah, It's yeah, one yeah. pathway.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think we've all had some sort of th- something happen to us where it's like, you really feel that effect, you know? your stomach connected to your brain mm. crazy yeah the human body is more complicated than you think and you, you you know we know we know some things about the human body you know i want to say we know everything but it's like even if we did claim to know everything there's still a lot more you don't know
1: oh there's so much dude it's complicated you know especially like western medicine they think they have a full understanding of the body
0: yeah no, they do not. Bro, like, you could just go down, like, oh, you know, screw everything else and the functionality. I'm just going to go through the functionality of, like, the spine. Mm-hmm. And that yes. has its own rabbit hole, you know? And uh, when I found out I had two discs in my neck, I was following the process of how degeneration happens because of cell phones, computers, and like that kind of stuff, right? And it would—with x-rays, man, you can see how it's affecting these little air pockets and— um just the way it's constructed mm-hmm. just becomes compressed and that becomes your new normal. And reversing that requires surgery if it gets to a certain point. I think if it gets to like stage four. Yeah, that's only worst case scenario. Yeah, worst yeah. case scenario. Which means you need to pay attention to your posture in mm-hmm. general. You know? Especially the older you get. Yeah.
1: Dude, you like you want to talk about how amazing the human body is. Mm-hmm. This so what I'm about to what I'm what I'm about to explain right now is why I'm such a big advocate of light environment and sunlight. Mm. So when sunlight hits your skin. There is um, it activates a, a gene within every human being known as POMC, proopiomelanocortin pathway.
0: Okay.
1: POMC creates um, proopiomelanocortin, which is a protein that has multiple peptides attached to it. Mm. So when sunlight hits your skin, these peptides go to work, mm. and these are some of the most uh, powerful peptides that the, that we know of. So. You have alpha MSH, melanocyte-stimulating hormone, beta MSH, gamma MSH, beta endorphin, mm-hmm. which is an opioid peptide. So every time you're out in the sun, this is why we're biologically driven to be addicted to sunlight, because we get a basically a hit of opioids yeah. endogenously. And then you have like leptin, um, CLIP, ACTH, I'm abbreviating them, but a lot of these peptides, actually all of them, are responsible for appetite regulation where fat is stored on your body, um, satiety signals. So from that perspective, I think we could actually solve the obesity, diabetes, and largely chronic disease problem just from taking a a proper approach to light.
0: Mm. That's crazy, crazy, bro. Yeah, that is crazy. This takes me back to like last year during the winter when I was um, addicted to sunlight, Mm -hmm. right? And it never stopped. And I remember the beginning of it was like, I didn't really care to see the sun. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, oh, whatever. Like, I'll see it passing through or going in and out or whatever the hell, you know? (laughs) But I never, like, sat there and just, like, took in the sun. Unless I was at the beach or some occasion where I was eating tacos outdoors, you know? Yeah. And then uh, I remember just, like, one day, it was freezing cold. I just took off my shirt. and I'm, like, freezing and I sit in the sun. And I'm like, okay, UV index is like two or three. It's not Nothing really crazy, right? But I'm still like 10 minutes in. I'm like, I'm getting this warmth. And i like, this is just a feeling of like, wow, it's, it's cold in my surrounding. But I'm getting this warmth from this source, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what grew me into enjoying it. And ever since then, I haven't stopped. And it feels like if I don't hit the sun, like it's a tanning bed. If I don't hit the <laughs> sun... <laughs> I'm just, I feel like something's missing, you know? Mything? Mything, yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Great mything of (laughs) the sun. The myth. (laughs) But no, it's 100% true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let let me give you a quick example of how modern society manipulates our biology and creates problems, especially with chronic disease. So I mentioned ACTH and CLIP. Mm. Those two peptides, ACTH is responsible for the secretion of cortisol. Okay. And once you raise cortisol, you also uh, raise blood sugar and insulin.
0: Yeah, which is stress essentially.
1: Yes. Yeah. And then clip is also what what's known as an insulin secretagogue, meaning mm-hmm. it stimulates the production of insulin from the pancreas. And what we know actually through re- research is that isolated artificial blue light hijacks the pomc gene mm-hmm. and only stimulates ACTH and clip to then raise blood sugar and insulin. Here's the kicker: without a single calorie of food consumed. What the hell? So, therefore, you can make the assumption that a lot of the obesity and diabetes problem is a light problem. And once you fix the light environment, then your body stops um, getting hijacked in that sense. So, you, you can raise yeah. your insulin and blood sugar without a single piece of
0: food. In an ideal world, this would be before obesity, right? Not you're obese and then you're like, okay, let me start hitting the sun. Both. It'll, I mean, yes, both, but I think it's much quicker if you do it before.
1: Right? it's better if you do it before obviously like you'll just
0: save your future self rather than you're already doomed and then you start so like I, I would it have a similar effect like would you actually start shredding or yeah. shedding weight yeah we, we know that natural blue light from the Sun actually shrinks fat cells
1: and makes fat cells more efficient at burning fat damn just an example of how and I've received this from many people like yeah you know, people come to me when I suggest sun, sunbathing and they're like why is it that I feel leaner, I look leaner, and when I go to test myself, I'm, I, I, I actually am leaner?
0: Yeah, I'm a, I mean, I'm a slimmer guy, and I thought it was just, like, you know, based on me, it was probably easier to just shed fat. But I don't know. I'm using, like, probably the example of, like, someone that's, like, 230, you know, sit in the sun every day. Um, it's more effective for them. I don't know, but w- see, that would have to be paired with not eating the same, though.
1: Yes, you, you would have to go to a more whole food diet, mm-hmm. of course. You can't fix your light environment and then eat like shitty and expect hack, results. That's what I'm saying.
0: It's not like I'm going to sit here and consume, like, four Big Macs four no. times a day and then be like, all right, hitting the sun, though. So we're <laughs> No, you, you
1: need to have both nutrition and yeah. light environment dialed in.
0: That's insane, dude. Uh, what's crazy to me is um, even more than light, I'd say. Or light it probably plays a part in this. Uh, epigenetics. Oh, massive. Dude, just, uh, I mean, it's been a hot topic the past couple of days, um, but it's insane how it's able to change, or um epigenetics are passed down, obviously, from generations, and you are able to feel, like, the sadness of your ancestors, or the sadness mm-hmm. of your grandparents, or whatever. It's kind of, like, passed down to you, mm-hmm. which is why you feel the way you do, and everyone has their own line of that, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a little bit more to it but
1: yeah basically basically right genes epigenetics lifestyle all that stuff yeah it's
0: just one unit so like for example uh there was like one trauma in the family okay and your great-grandfather experienced it you pass it down to your grandfather and then your grandfather passed it down to your father and then your father passed it down to you mm-hmm. so uh, from my understanding it's it's obviously different percentages but the fact that it's like coded That it's your code, technically. Yeah. Explains a lot of the things why, uh, explains a lot of the things about yourself and the way you operate. And the way you feel.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Dude, DNA DNA is the most complex information gathering system ever. Yeah.
0: And it makes me think about, like, okay, why do I like parks? Like, I fucking love parks. You know what I mean? I don't know (laughs) why. I love parks, bro. Like, I go there and I'm just like, dude, like, I feel like I'm myself, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But what makes you feel like yourself? That's the thing. There has to be some sort of code here. Because I've talked to a lot of people, and they're like, what are we going to do at a park? We don't care about a park. You know? But to me, it's like, oh, it's the best place on earth. So it's like, you start to see this difference between people, right? And you're like, why? Why am I coded this way? Mm. And it's like, it makes you think through epigenetics, what the hell happened back then? You know? Yeah. Weird. I wonder if there's more to it than just genes and epigenetics as well. There has to be. Why am I a creative at Mm -hmm. heart? Like why was I born around that? Why was my dad doing that? And then why was his dad like creative too? Like he was a good painter, and a good artist. You can't just He's chalk it up poet. to genes, yeah. Like I don't know, dude. It's just kind of crazy, you know. That's more of the spiritual realm, though, right? I don't know. Is it, or I think do we so. just not know too much about
1: it? I, like, I do have a problem with people saying that. Oh, creativity is only this—you know—this certain connection of patterns within your brain and. The way neurons fire. I, I don't. I think that's a little bit a part of the story, but I don't think that's no, no, the I'm full story. Not saying
0: being obsessed with it. You know,
1: like why are you obsessed with it straight off the bat?
0: No, no, no. Like it is your. It is your obsession as in it is your hobby? It is your moving compass. It is everything. You know what I mean. Hmm. Um.
1: You ever think that maybe it's just because you. Unconsciously learned that from your father. You were just watching him do his thing a lot?
0: I don't know. I don't, Maybe it could just be the influence of things that I did as a hobby. I don't know. Could be. Weird. Hmm. Very weird, right? Yeah. Like, uh, from what I know, your father was a coach. Yeah. So oh, that,
1: that's fun. That, I, straight up. You know what
0: I'm saying? Like, boom, boom, boom. Like, you're into sports. Yeah. You're competitive in that field physically. Uh, you played soccer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: you know what I'm saying like it's just like it's kind of like when I think of Zade like he has this like sports compass you know like, <laughs> it's just like points towards the other way. and I'm like let me document this <laughs> you know <Let> <laughs> have you ever looked into uh, numerology numerology uh, is this the study of numbers yeah or, and what they mean yeah there's um
1: there's this uh, guy on Twitter Gary's the numbers guy he's more of an abrasive type of personality but he talks really in depth about numerology and I did, I did my own numerology. So basically you take like your birth date um, and then you add the numbers up in a certain sequence. And then that leads to life path numbers or master numbers.
0: Okay. And then these master numbers have like paths basically? Or it kind of assumes what?
1: Basically. like the, So for example, I'm a 33 life path. Yeah. So there's, the, the master numbers are 11, 22, and 33. Those are extremely rare. Mm -hmm. I'm a 33 life path.
0: Okay. And then you were like, oh my God. Right. But what's crazy, like
1: I didn't come into this like, oh my God, I believe this. Yeah. I just started to look a little bit more deeper into it. And once I dug into 33 LP, I'm like 33 LP is a master teacher, master healer.
0: Yeah. You were like, oh snap. Yeah, exactly. Coaching. Exactly.
1: Damn. It it was that kind of stuff that, that really got me on the path. It's not like I follow it like a religion, but it's just interesting to see, you know?
0: Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of cool things. Um some things are like it's so accurate that you're like how this could not be. Uh dude, Gary coincidence. Gary will go into history and he will be like Hitler was
1: this, Mussolini was this, and he'll make like these fucking generalizations that dictators are a certain life path number. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It's crazy stuff,
0: but That's insane. Yeah. He's a master of something. Master of some. 112233. Enzo's at 22. No way. Damn fool! He's Following the footsteps of his father. Some
1: rare life paths, huh?
0: My father was <laughs> my father. A health coach, <laughs> and a fiend. Yeah, man. Um. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I've been having some weird dreams. Like what? Uh, I think it's probably some because of influence of like movies and shit, but. Uh, one of them was, like, I was in a bathtub, just chilling. Okay. Just bathing, which I normally never do, you know? <laughs> I just shower and get the hell out. It's a shower guy? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is already interesting. And then it was a blank bathroom. No window. Like, nothing. It was just white. It was just a bathtub. Like,
1: no texture, no tile, nothing? Yeah,
0: and I'm like, why am I, d-? like, you know in your dream when you're, like, why am I dreaming about this? But at the same time, it, the dream just keeps going. Oh, when you're in the dream? Yeah.
1: I can't recall a time where I've experienced that. Where <laughs> you have, like, this meta-consciousness within the dream. Yeah,
0: yeah, and you're just like, why am I dreaming about it? Whatever, you know? Like. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was interesting. And then I just look up, and because everything is white, there's just this massive spider. And, like, I'm like, okay, I hope it doesn't fall on me. And then I wake up and it falls on you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> But it's just like, it's weird. So, it, dreams are just weird, man. Don't forget to take Portal, because I think that's kind of what influenced this. <laughs> the subconscious is crazy. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know at all. Hmm. Um, yeah, jacket season's coming, though. It's my favorite. Jacket season is coming. Layer up.
1: It's already getting pretty cold.
0: Yeah. Lined up a bunch of stuff in my cart, just waiting to check out. What's the worst jacket you've ever seen? The worst jacket? Uh, I would say probably the people that wear, like, the Matrix leather jackets that go down to your frickin' ankles, (laughs) thinking, like, that's hip, and I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Keanu Reeves in the Matrix. (laughs) Slicked back hair, wearing glasses. Oh, no. I don't know, man. The... You don't see too many of those? No. No. But when you do, you're just like,
1: hmm. Did you you just come out of an audition or something?
0: Yeah, you almost want to, like, touch the mirror. See if it, like, ripples. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're chillin'. He just looks at you. What are you doing? Oh, my bad. Sorry, dude. Yeah, man. All I can think about is how much hungrier I've been lately. I think that's because of the gym. I don't know.
1: 100%. Is it? Yeah.
0: Is it crazy how, like, your muscles, like, please feed me? Like, and your stomach's like, bingo, let's go. Mm -hmm. Even though it was the same stomach. Oh. that's why when somebody asks like
1: what what supplements do you recommend to to gain more of an appetite I
0: mean, uh food
1: lift weights <laughs> yeah. lift the weights hard
0: well oh yeah i guess what supplements do you recommend though after food sunlight yeah sunlight right i knew you'd say that um my recommendation is glycine glycine is good yeah i think glycine is really good collagen that. yeah Ooh, collagen yeah collagen's a semiconductor mm-hmm. in the body yeah, so when you pair it with way, beautiful results. You go way high. Way, <laughs> way up in weight, for sure. Uh, <laughs> way I'm, up in weight? Yeah, dude. I, I'm low-key excited. Like, I want to see where my body's going to go with this. You know? Yeah. Full recovery is done, officially. Uh, oh, you're fully recovered, yeah, finally. Fully, it's been like yeah, seven like, years. Bro, it's been two years and a half. Oh my God. It's insane, dude. Injury after injury after so many goddamn things happening
1: and you the, wake up you, you, like sometimes you're the type where you just wake up and you have like a broken shoulder broken arm like what the fuck happened yeah remember that
0: me? that was annoying dude I'm just like dislocate a shoulder real quick while sleeping that wasn't cool i'm like oh there you go if this is the doctor yeah you need like six weeks And i'm like oh my god bro and then six weeks wasn't a thing it would take way longer
1: not when you have vital red light baby yeah I, that's helped me a lot honestly um, have you heard of this thing of, uh, there's some influencers out there who actually follow urine therapy? What the hell is that? It's urine It's th- exactly what it sounds like. What do you
0: think it is? You uh, submerge yourself and drink it? Drink your own piss. Oh, what the hell mm. is the point of that?
1: I first came across this from a certified f- health nut, Troy Casey. He's like, yeah, I've been drinking my piss therapeutically <laughs> since <I'm> 2005. Like, <laughs> what the, therapeutically, bro? What? I have not dived into it.
0: I don't support it. Just... Mountain Valley. Like, what the hell? What, what is the point of that? What are the benefits they claim? Do you know? Better yet, is there is there a
1: single animal in the animal kingdom that drinks its own piss?
0: I mean, if they didn't know, probably, but...
1: But they know. They have instinctual mechanisms. That's why, like... That's why dogs are typically afraid of their own shit. Um, I would say probably pigs. <laughs> I mean, pigs like... They don't drink their own piss. I
0: mean, they live in their own shit, though.
1: Like, yeah, but... I mean, the shit is just, like, it's manure at the end of the day. It's mixed up with the mud, and eventually it becomes dirt.
0: Yeah, but they're eating it. Like, Are they eating it? Yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem with pig, bro. It's, like, the dirtiest meat. Hmm. I'm um, saying, man. Ugh. What if you got pasture-raised pork?
1: Well, obviously it's hot Dude, just think of the routine.
0: The pasture-raised.
1: No, legitimately. Like, you, you let pigs forage and eat acorns and all this other stuff.
0: It just is. I don't know. I think it has to do with a lot of its internal bacteria that's the problem. The enzymes within it. Hmm. So I don't think it's... It's one of the only animals that it's not how it's raised because, like, obviously how it's raised is even worse, you know, but it can get worse. But I think that's the main issue.
1: Chicken's even worse in this country.
0: Yeah. Dude, I
1: hate... Conventional chicken is disgusting.
0: If you guys want a life hack, go get a pass for Restaurant Depot. You don't have to pay the yearly. Um, And you can... If you have the storage for it, get forty whole chickens, I think, or twenty whole chickens, for like forty bucks, and they're halal.
1: So raise
0: Halal chicken, bro. So it's not mass produced. So they do run out, you know. That's how you know. It. That's a good problem. If you run out of chicken, just wait for the next batch. You know what I mean, dude. Like
1: just conventional, if you look at conventional chicken in a package, Mm -hmm. go to Stater Brothers. Yeah. It is some of the most horrifying looking stuff. Bro, it's like veiny and
0: like flexing too. It's like, yeah, check out my wing.
1: By the way, I have a story with Logan. Yeah. Okay, we went to Joshua Tree one time. We stayed at an Airbnb. The hell does this have to do with chicken? It's not. We went to the local (laughs) Stater Brothers. Okay. (laughs) And for some reason, we looked at this chicken and we actually bought it.
0: Like it was a it was it it's just conventional chicken?
1: packaged chicken, okay? Okay. You know, it's like pure white, looks like something out of a dystopian movie. Yeah. We took it back to the Airbnb, ended up cooking it. And when I tell you the stench to come off of this thing, we we actually made bowls, but I think Logan tried it once and was like, nah, fuck this.
0: Like, I, I, can, not, I don't even recall if I could even try it. You never want to risk it with meat, ever. Not with that meat. No. That's what I'm saying, man. If you go to Restaurant Depot, I swear to God, when you try this chicken, it's like you haven't eaten chicken in this country in, like, 18 years.
1: Yeah, pass-raised chicken is really good.
0: Drumsticks? Ooh. Ooh. I'm more of a breast kind of
1: guy. Oh, you're a breast kind of guy?
0: Yeah. Just love that kind of meat, you know. It's good. It's tender. Do you prefer
1: white meat meat. or dark meat? White. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I hate white meat. Really? I love
0: dark meat. Oh, you're talking about, like, meat meat, like, in general. Like, beef.
1: No, even from the chicken, like they're white. Oh, parts like the dark the meat. meat. Dark okay.
0: Parts. So that's why you're like more thigh. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Like them thighs. Yes, sir. No, I'm, I'm not really a fan. I would always go for a um Okay, how about this? Are you a chicken or a beef kind of guy? Beef. Hundred percent, right? Hundred percent. Dude, same. Unless the chicken's really good. Then it's a good like it's it's just in between. Like I love both equally. If the chicken's good.
1: What if it's best quality beef, best quality chicken, side by side? You have to choose.
0: It just depends. Then I'd ask myself, what do I feel like? Okay. Honestly. Sky intuitive eating guy. Yeah. I like that. I'm a moody eater, bro. Like today, I just felt like fried zucchini for some goddamn reason. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, it's so good, you know?
1: There's also, you know, I, I spoke about urine therapy. There's also um subsection of the health realm mm. that likes raw meat. They eat raw meat.
0: Oh, yeah. Wait, hold on. Before you go there, though. I just want to say something about uh, urine therapy. Okay. Nasty-ass shit. Um, Just imagine the routine of this. Like, (laughs) like how your week looks, you know, on urine therapy. Oh, I had two glasses of Mountain Valley today, and I cannot wait to just piss in cups. Wash it down with my urine. Yeah. You coming happy hour today? Nah, man, I got to go home. Just got to empty out my bowel. (laughs) You can just imagine
1: some poor dude who's, like, s- so desperate to see some health <laughs> results. He's just in the corner of his kitchen just pissing in bottles and storing them. What the them hell is
0: this? For he the next morning. Imagine you live with someone, too. They're like, what are you doing? Oh. It's oh, it's like, nasty, In the bro. kitchen just squatting down.
1: Well, the, by that logic, I'm like, if you guys scribe to urine therapy, why don't
0: you get into shit therapy? Start eating your own crap. I don't know, bro. <laughs> Ew, dude, but that's like bacteria on digested food. Just pick the corn and eat it, bro. Just <laughs> pick the corn and eat it. Oh. Oh. Uh, I like painting visuals. Um, but yeah, that's just... Uh, just imagine the routine and how stupid and ridiculous that sounds. You know? Just drink water, man. <laughs> yeah, just, just drink some... <laughs> some trace minerals. Water. We're good. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, uh, raw beef? Raw liver? Raw, raw meat. Raw, raw meat in general. Okay.
1: There's some dishes like tartar. Was it beef tartar?
0: Uh, it's technically raw. Yeah. There's also like um, raw kibbe in syrian Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Which is raw meat as well. I think it's raw meat mixed with raw dough, i would say. Hm. Like beef dough? I don't know what how the They hell make the make argument it, that
1: it's more bioavailable for the body. I'm not sure about that because uh, you know, we human beings have been cooking their food for a long, long time, so
0: mm-hmm. I mean, the first one of the first discoveries was fire, I believe.
1: Yeah. And we shortly after we cooked our meat yeah. on that fire.
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, that's I don't know from everything I've been told and everything that I've kind of searched up. There's just a lot of hazard behind eating raw meat. Is it or not?
1: It just I haven't looked right. into the stats. I mean, before I was hip to raw milk and we did that raw milk episode. I wasn't. I didn't know the statistics on it. I yeah. mean, the CDC quite literally provided us, provided us research that I think you have more. You have a higher chance of dying in a plane crash than attaining any disease or sickness from raw milk.
0: Yeah. Of course, yeah. And getting, talking about, like, how many other countries are drinking raw milk just fine, right? Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, it just doesn't sit right either. It's raw meat, man. I can't even eat raw fish, personally.
1: I love, I love raw fish. Yeah, like poke. But it has to be high quality. Yeah. Honestly, I prefer to just buy a wild caught and then make it at home.
0: Hmm. Nah, I like cook. Just cook, 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 cook. I mean, mostly cook, to be honest, yeah. yeah. Can't do that. Just don't fry your shit, you know? <laughs> Just don't fry your shit in canola like, oil. <laughs> dude, because, like, I get it, man. Like, olive oil is not gonna... It's not really... It's not good for deep frying. No. It's not at all. You know, it's a different kind of oil. The way it acts is different. Um, but... It's more delicate. Dude, when I see things like cottonseed... Sunflower? That's when I'm like, dude. Like, not even vegetable, bro. Kine seed. It's crazy. Just look it up. Just look how it looks. Where it comes from. Yeah, look how they manufacture it. It goes like, a 24-step process. That's disgust. That's as synthetic as you can possibly imagine. Yeah. And you're just like, mm, chicken nuggets, mmm, mmm, mm. Lay's potato chips, mm. Baby chicks that have been grinded in the meat grinder, mmm. Mm. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> you know that little crunchy? Coated with cottonseed oil. Yeah. Next time you get a crunchy part in your chicken, just know that's the beak. And you'll never eat it again.
1: <laughs> Fortunately, that's not true.
0: You know, actually, I've talked to a lot of people about this, and it's uh, through the McChicken theory. Okay, the McChicken theory is people stopped eating, like, chicken in general once they get that little um, crunchy, weird part in their chicken. Like, here they are eating McChickens for ten years. Right? Mm. They're like, mm, this is so good and soft and chewy. Mm. And then one day it just goes... And you're just like... Oh. You spit it out and you're like... Because you have no idea what it is. Yeah. that's gross. And you're like, wait, maybe the, the theory about McDonald's is all correct. Oh, no. And, like, all these, like, you get washed away with all these thoughts about McDonald's and just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not eating this again. You just don't know. That's what got me to stop eating McDonald's, by the way. Really? Yeah. Have yeah. you seen? Like, just open up a Mc- McNugget. Just look at it. And then go grab a chicken. Alright? Any chicken you please. Okay? Open it up. Just tear up the breast. What the hell is there? String.
1: Oh, by the it's way, a, a McNugget is not just chicken.
0: It's like a whole it's, bunch of other ingredients with it. It's disgusting. And we're talking about McNuggets in general, you know? I can't speak Any for all nuggets, fast food. Any nuggets, bro. Can't Wendy's, speak for all come on, food. it's the same shit. No, no, no.
1: What do you mean no, no, no? no.
0: Get, We might do this on the fucking pod, bro. And just <laughs> get every single nugget from every joint. I'm actually kind of s- down. Split them up in half. Be such we'll degenerate there's, behavior. There's a huge difference. McNuggets in general. And just be based off of how McDonald's operates, okay? They're not just Idaho potatoes. There are specific potato that can't have any black spots, and they have to be extra long. So think of the pesticides that they're spraying on this crap on its own little farm that's reserved for McDonald's for it to come out perfect across, not the United States, the world. It has to be golden yellow. The world. And extra long. It has to taste identical every single time. That's insane. Did you know that a Chick-fil-A sandwich has over 100 ingredients? A uh, Chick Fil A sandwich,
1: like a Chick Fil oh, like A, the regular, deluxe, yeah, like, a
0: chicken sandwich. Okay,
1: over a hundred ingredients. What? Yeah, uh, that has to come from herbs. No, f- fuck no, it's not herbs, bro. <laughs> what do you mean herbs? I don't so, know what you're talking about. Paul Saladino, you know Paul? Um, what's his name? Carnivore MD. Sure, yeah. He goes to these. He goes to like Costco, picks up the Carnivore Hall, you know all that stuff. He goes to fast food restaurants too, and apparently he looked up the ingredients for like the typical standard. Chick Fil A sandwich and is over a hundred
0: ingredients. Okay, obviously not. Th- when we think of ingredients as not not
1: meals. healthy ingredients, synthetic garbage, like ingredients. added shit, like how it's cooked and stuff.
0: Okay, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought you were talking about like bun, lettuce. I'm like, what? There's only four ingredients. in
1: Yeah, <laughs> what sandwich you can come out with a hundred ingredients? Pepperjack <laughs> Pepper
0: Jack has ninety of them.
1: What the hell? But my problem is like, for example, anything deep fried. You just you don't know if a rat went into the deep fryer submerged itself accidentally and then just got absolutely cooked
0: again you don't no. know that about cans you, that you drink out of it could be a healthy drink you don't yeah it's just a this is a problem with everything okay you got to think deeply about like where you're going with this and one of the thoughts that immediately occurs to my mind is the dispenser drinks mm. how often are they cleaned aren't these metal pipes so they just it's a good question they just shut them off and then that's it ice cream machine so next time you go to like a joint that's been there for like i don't know 72 years <laughs> And it's the same old, like, oh, they have the old school Coke. Oh, no, don't, no. Just avoid it, you know? Yeah, no. Not because of corn syrup. Th- this is worse. This is like, what's in that pipe? There's a black mold. Like, do they even clean it? I don't know. Like,
1: I mean, they would have to. Health inspectors come through. But Right? This,
0: uh, yeah, but do they inspect the damn pipe? How would they do Maybe that? they do it, like, once every couple of years. I don't know, man. Just with metal and rust, I cannot trust. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that rhymes. <laughs> metal and rust, I cannot trust.
1: Oh. Oh. Gross. That's some nasty shit, dude. I yeah, dude. I, I do
0: not want to ever. Yeah, just, just, you know, it's those kinds of thoughts that occur to me sometimes. And I'm like, oh, God. Did I really just take a sip out of that? Am I dying? <laughs> <laughs> take a sip out of your Coca Cola and you find a rat. Just imagine that, though. Imagine life. If you never bought food that someone made for you and you went straight animal, you slapped it on (laughs) an iron, right, on an iron uh, press or something, right, and you just, or you put it in the oven. And that's it. It was like one step. Find the source of meat, buy it. That's it. Special connection to that food, man. Yeah. And you did that every single day for like seven years. You know? And you pick your own berries. You would be so healthy. I wonder how I would feel. You know? You'd feel amazing all the time. That's how you'd feel. Yeah, but I want to know. Like, I want to feel it. Like, I want to be like, ooh, damn.
1: So we're gonna start up a a. 2am ranch. (laughs) We're gonna have our livestock. Sheep. (laughs) Bison. Cows. Llamas, even. Mm. Depending on how extreme you want to take it. Goats. Goats. We're gonna have raw milk section. We're gonna have pasture-raised, grass-fed,
0: all mm. nine yards. Yeah, so we're going to have, like, that's where the Wagyu ribeye. like
1: Pasture-raised eggs.
0: own comes from. Yeah.
1: And, even better,
0: because I
1: saw, shout out to Dr. Jack Cruz for mm. showing this picture on Twitter. He went to Portugal, and apparently these people in Portugal bathe their meat. They, like, you know how they hang the meat up from the ceiling? They bathe their meat in red light. No way. Because apparently that makes the meat
0: better. What? That's crazy. I never so heard of gonna that. So, we're going to deck it out like that, bro? I have never heard of that, dude. And we definitely will be using Vital Red Light just for that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. It has been fun. Uh, thank you again for joining us. Uh, before we head out, I would just like to say oh, yeah. It's been a fine and dandy episode today. Please make sure you check out our sponsors and use code 2AM at checkout to save on any of these. Oh. You know where to catch us. We're on Spotify, on the 2am podcast. Go ahead and visit our website at the2ampodcast.com. We're available on Twitter at the 2am pod and Instagram at the 2am podcast. Please don't forget to rate us five stars. Thank you so much.